check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Let's Do This Together podcast. I'm your host, Arnold Talagaarda, and today is going to be a doozy because we're going to be talking about something that I'm way too familiar with, unfortunately, and that is sleep paralysis. Yeah, um, not one of my favorite topics to talk about, but it is something that has happened to me, so I, I kind of feel like I want to talk about it because I want to know if it happened to any of you guys, and I also want to know your guys' thoughts on it and your explanations for why this is a thing. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening and watching to the podcast. We are on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, all that good stuff at Let's Do This Together Podcast. And if you guys want, <laughs> you guys can leave me a five-star rating and leave me a review. That would help me out a lot. And as always, before we get started with the podcast, I want to read one of your guys' reviews. And this one is from Benice, Benice1026. And this person said, Congrats on the podcast, Arnold. So excited to listen every week and see what topics you're going to talk about. So proud. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for starting this podcast. Well, Benice1026, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that review. What a cool name, Benice. Really cool. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay, so sleep paralysis. Uh, for those, you know what, let me just look up the right, the official term explanation for sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis meaning, according to Google, um, sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but unable to move. It occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. So if you guys don't know what sleep paralysis is, it's basically that. It's the feeling of being awake, but at the same time, you can't move your body. And there's been a scientific explanation for it, and there's also been a paranormal explanation for it. Uh, this has happened to me, I want to say, one, I'm trying to think, I think three or four times. I think this, yeah, I think I've experienced sleep paralysis um, four times in my life. I don't want to experience it anymore, by the way. <laughs> okay, but the first one was very traumatic, you guys. Uh, the first one that, uh, the first time I've experienced it, I was 14 years old. I was 14 years old, still in my parents' house. And what's crazy is um, it happened in the morning. I was wide awake. I know I was awake because I was looking in my room and the sun was out, my blinds were open. It was like Saturday, it was a Saturday morning. Birds were chirping. The setting wasn't scary or dark at all, but I woke up, my eyes were open. I was looking around my room, but I couldn't move my body. And this is the first time this has ever happened. Again, I was 14 years old. I had no idea what sleep paralysis is. I was freaking out. I was like, why can't I move my body? It feels like someone is holding me down. I can't even talk. I think every time I talk, I would probably just sound like, you know, like trying to get the words out, but I physically couldn't. And the reason why I feel like uh, I'm leaning more towards the paranormal side for my experiences is because when I was experiencing it for the first time, and as I couldn't move my body, I heard a whisper on the right side of my ear. And it sounded 
like an old man. And I'm not going to say what he whispered because it was creepy as heck. But he whispered something on my right ear and I felt like he went through my body. As crazy as that sounds. He whispered something and all of a sudden I felt cold um, from right to left. And I actually hear his voice go inside my head and escape through my left ear. I... That's how it felt. It felt like he went through me as he's whispering these words to me. And as soon as the coldness left my body, that's when I was free. I was like, <gasps> and then I just like looked around the room. I was sweating. I was totally freaked out. I had no idea what was going on. And right away, I told my dad about it. And my dad's experienced some paranormal stuff. So he, he believed me. He didn't think I was crazy or anything like that. But they did give me this necklace to protect me. And I wore that for probably like the next three months or so. But that was nuts. I was so freaked out by it. I had no idea what it was. And then come to find out, I was talking to some of my friends in high school. And some of them experienced the same thing. And I was like, you know, it's crappy. It happened to them. But I was also glad that I wasn't alone in this. They had the same similar uh, experience without the voice, though. But they did still feel like they were held down and they couldn't move and they couldn't talk. But again, some people feel like there's a logical explanation to it. So I'm going to look up the scientific explanation to sleep paralysis. Researchers believe sleep paralysis is caused by a disturbed rapid eye movement cycle because it most likely happens as people are falling into or coming out of REM sleep, R-E-M sleep. During that stage, the brains normally paralyze their muscles anyway, so they don't act out their dreams. Okay, okay, that is the scientific explanation to it. Let's see what the paranormal explanation is. So the paranormal explanation to this is that some people believe that when you do experience sleep paralysis, there is a spirit or a demon either sitting on you or is near you and you know i feel like we don't need that in our lives <laughs> and that it shouldn't be happening but that is the paranormal explanation to it so again 14 years old that was my first sleep paralysis experience fast forward six years later um i was 20 years old and we just moved in into a new house uh and before this house was built it was an empty lot we were the first family to move in and the first two weeks of us living there, us meaning me and my parents and my cousin, every other day I'd wake up with sleep paralysis the first two weeks. I don't know why that was happening, but it would happen almost every other day. And I said this before in prior YouTube videos. I don't know if I said this before in the podcast, but uh, that house turned out to be haunted. Uh, sleep paralysis was the first, I guess, weird experience that I had in the house but later on I would hear voices uh my cousin would hear voices and people would just get a bad feeling when they're in the house so yeah almost every other morning I wake up and I would have sleep paralysis and you guys trying to snap out of sleep paralysis is exhausting at least it was for me because again when I would have it I physically can't move my body I can't talk. It feels like something's holding me down. So I'm constantly trying to snap out of it, trying to move using every energy I have. And when I do finally snap out of it, I'm completely exhausted and tired because again, I used up all my energy to shake off that feeling. 
And another reason why I feel like my experiences lean towards more on the paranormal side is because one of the times that I experienced this in that house, again, this could be debunked. Uh, I could be half asleep. I, it might have been a dream. I don't know. But I remembered that while I was having sleep paralysis in the house, I did see, I don't like saying this, I really don't, uh, I did see um, a dark figure. And it was a silhouette of like a person with the hood. I couldn't see its face or anything like that. But it was just like an outline of a black hooded person. And again, I could have been dreaming. I could have been half asleep, but I do remember seeing that. So that's why I'm leaning towards the fact that it was a paranormal experience. But um, after my sleep paralysis situation was happening and after I would hear voices and my cousin and other people in the house would hear voices, we got the house blessed. And after that, everything kind of just quiet down and I was the first one to move out of the house <laughs> but I would you know sometimes check up on my cousin and say hey um anything weird happening in the house and thank goodness nothing weird has happened so far so yeah I guess I've experienced sleep process more than four times if I experienced it every other day for the first two weeks in the house I guess I just blocked out that memory <laughs> um but another sleep process, I'm, I'm having way too much sleep process. This is unacceptable. Uh, another one that I experienced was not scary, but it was frustrating because it happened in the middle of the day at Hart's old house. And this is the time that me and Hart, we weren't married yet. I think we were still fairly new into the relationship. Maybe it was our second year or something like that. And she was still living with um, her family. And I was over at her house and I was in, I was in her room. And you guys, this is this happened at like 2 p.m. in the freaking afternoon. Uh, it wasn't dark, you know, sun's up, just another normal day. And I just decided to take a nap in Hart's bed. And we were in the room together. So I was on her bed and Hart was in the corner of the room and she was doing her makeup, sitting down on the floor and just looking in the mirror, doing her makeup. And again, I'd wake up. And I had another sleep paralysis. I could see Hart doing her makeup. And what was frustrating is that during my state of sleep paralysis, I was trying to get her attention and I wanted her to help me because I couldn't move, I couldn't talk, and she was right there. And in my head, I felt like I was like trying to scream at her, like, hey, help me, I'm over here, I can't move. But I bet what was coming out was just like, you know, that's what she was probably hearing. That's why she didn't hear me because I didn't really make that much noise. But it, I just felt helpless because she was just literally inches away and she had no idea that I was going through this. She just thought that I was taking a nap. But it was the weirdest feeling because it happened in the middle of the day and it was so frustrating and I was so mad because I couldn't get her attention and I wanted to get out of the feeling so bad. And again, when I snapped out of it, I was tired. I was exhausted because I feel like I'm constantly fighting myself, trying to get this force, whatever it was, off of me. So yeah, that happened. And uh, I think that might have been the last time that I had sleep paralysis, unless I'm forgetting a time. But I want to say maybe three years ago, 
uh, I was over at our friend's house, uh, Rebecca Zamolo and Matt Slays. And at this time, uh, they were doing a paranormal theme on their YouTube channel where they're constantly ghost hunting and all those things. And they actually, bought, I don't know why they did this, but they actually bought um, ghost hunting equipment. And they bought this thing where it's like two metal rods. And I guess a lot of ghost hunters use that as a way to communicate to the paranormal world. And so they would hold the two rods together and you, you ask a question. And if the two rods touch, it means yes. And if the two rods don't touch, it means no. So when I told Matt and Becca the stories that I had, right away Matt was like, hold on. <laughs> and then he grabbed the two rods and he's like, okay, let's figure this out. And he asked in the room, uh, when Arnold experienced sleep paralysis at his parents' old house, was, was there a spirit next to him? And the freaking rod touched. Yeah, the freaking rod touched. And I was like, no, no. Um, but, but the good news, <laughs> hopefully it's good news. Uh, the good news is um, he asked, is there still a spirit near Arnold or falling Arnold and the two rods didn't touch. So I'm, ha I'm really happy with that. <laughs> really happy with those results. And I know people can debunk this all day and people will have their own opinions and that's encouraged. Um, but I feel in my gut, my sleep paralysis experiences were leaning towards the paranormal side based on the feeling that I felt and the things that I saw. Um, but again, you know, maybe there are different versions of sleep paralysis maybe there's some that's paranormal and there's some that's just you know health reasons or you know on, on the scientific side of things um but yeah i mean i'm so glad that i haven't been experiencing that knock on wood <laughs> but i'm curious to know any of you guys out there listening have you guys had any sleep paralysis experience in your life or know someone that's had that experience and what are your guys' thoughts on it? Do you think it's strictly scientific or do you guys think it's strictly paranormal? Let me know. I'm really, really curious to what you guys think. And yeah, the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because uh, a few days ago, Hart found this movie on Hulu called Slumber and it was all about sleep paralysis. And not gonna lie, for me, it was a little triggering because some of the stuff that they said, I felt and some of the stuff that they saw I saw. So that's why I wanted to do this episode today, the day after Easter. <laughs> By the way, if you guys are celebrating Easter and if you guys celebrated yesterday, happy belated Easter. And for the rest of you, happy belated Sunday. So that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Don't forget to give this podcast a five-star review if you guys like what you hear. And also feel free to leave a review as well. And with that said, I love you guys and I'll see you next time.